Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. Again, we're with Dr. Joel Thiessen, who's the director of the Flourishing Congregations Institute at Ambrose University in Calgary. In our last episode, Joel, you talked about that group of people who identify as non-religious. Could you say a little bit more about their belief sets and how they live their lives? Well, as a reminder, one in four Canadian adults say they have no religion, and one in three Canadian teens say they have no religion. Uh, I explored, and uh, through interviews here in Canada, again in, in my book, The Meaning of Sunday, spoke to those who say they have no religion, and there's five things that stood out to me in terms of their, their worldviews. Uh, first, they believe they're open-minded and free. And they make this comparison relative to people who are actively religious, right? To say that you have no religion, what they shared with me is that they're open to different perspectives. They're free from the tyranny of of religious oppression and so forth, which they think those who are actively religious are therefore not free, uh, are not open-minded, they're very closed-minded. And to frame within a Canadian context, they would say, to say you have no religion, to be open-minded and free, is actually to be more Canadian than those who are actively religious, who are not open-minded, and who are not free. So there's a a Canadian cultural element and aspect that they they claim in, in talking about some of these values. So this is one of those distinctives, even relative to the United States, that there's a, to be Canadian, is not necessarily to say that you have no religion, but there is a strong, in some ways, link and tie between the two of them. So you can look at different studies. Uh, If you ask Americans, would you vote for a president who has no religion? It's one of the lowest scoring categories, well below all kinds of other things. Whereas in Canada, uh, they're far more likely to vote for someone who has no religion than someone who's actively religious in, in various, particularly conservative groups. Uh, Second, beliefs about the supernatural. There's a range of views among religious nuns. There are some who believe in the supernatural. They might not be able to articulate who or what exactly that is, but they believe there's something out there. Uh, There's some who are agnostic. So I remember the individual who I interviewed and I asked, tell me about some of your beliefs about the supernatural. Do you believe in God or a supernatural being? And they say, you know what, I'm not really sure. Let me tell you a story and then you tell me. So there's some uncertainty there. Uh, And then there are those who are atheists who will say, I categorically do not believe in God or supernatural being. Here, there's a really important difference between Canada and the U.S. Uh, Those that I interviewed who said they're atheists wanted to quickly almost separate themselves from that word because there's a negative connotation, particularly when they see in the United States where you have this strong polarization between the religious right and those who are highly secular and those who say they're atheists, that there's a a cultural war within the public domain. This is not the case in Canada. And there isn't this desire among atheists that I interviewed to somehow convert others to their perspective, to have cultural dominance per se. Uh, And so they they distance themselves because of that, that cultural narrative. Uh, third, on issues of meaning and purpose, right? There's this narrative that all people want meaning and purpose, and religion is the sole provider of that. And religious nuns were very clear that they have meaning and purpose quite apart from religion. And they shared all kinds of experiences in their life where they felt completely satisfied and happy and content. Uh, and they even shared of difficult times and circumstances where they lost loved ones, that this never drove them toward religion. They still understood as part of a broad narrative toward the world that they can find meaning and purpose in this world and in this world alone. 
Uh, a fourth, uh, on issues of morality, right? There are many who will say that religion is good and beneficial and right because it provides morality. Uh, religious nuns do not necessarily dispute that. They can see that religion can be helpful for a person's sense of morality, but they're very clear that you do not need religion in order to be moral. And there are countless studies that show, uh, for example, if you look to the Scandinavian region, among the least religious part of the modern Western world, you have lowest levels of crime, highest levels of happiness, and all kinds of other social indicators that would show that um, that there are high degrees of, of morality, of caring for one another, uh, of loving people, of being honest, good people, and so forth. Uh, and religious nuns were, were very clear to talk about that and reflect upon that within their own experiences in life. And the final thing I would say is this strong aversion to forced religion, uh, that religious nuns do not want religion or any belief set that is forced upon another. And here, again, they, they use the United States as a background to say, when I look to the U.S., there's this strong sense that religion and politics are fused together, that you're pushing your religion down another person's throat, or you're pushing your atheist beliefs down someone else's throat. Uh, they don't believe that this is good or right. They don't believe that it's Canadian to do those things. And so I would say in, in total, these five things anchor uh, how religious nuns in Canada view the world. And it's against this backdrop of our geographic proximity to the United States that they try to almost distance themselves from the American, in some respects, that's a very broad sweeping statement, but American approach to religion, politics, and what it means to be a, a, a person who says they have no religion. That was Dr. Joel Thiessen, director of the Flourishing Congregations Institute. You can get the links to Joel's website and social media through our show notes at qtforcm.org. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. We would value your feedback by taking our one-question survey. You will find the link in our show notes at qt4cm.org. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.